Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Crystal here. How are you? So I've got a hot sale for you if you haven't already heard. Right now we have our brand new cognition class on sale for only $24.99, which will include a 30-minute audio that is jam-packed with information on how your super sense is here to guide you and align you to your authority, as well as integration tools and a bonus meditation at the end with a bunch of other information packed in between. This also includes a 20-page workbook and guidebook that accompanies your audio. I mean, this is a deal that I wish I would have had before finding um, the information that I received from Ra Uruhu. And again, this is all foundational information from Ra Uruhu that is translated into a more digestible way as if I was speaking to my children and explaining to them their super sense. And we also have right now our determination class also on sale for only $15.99. I mean, these are very affordable prices, and this includes a 20-minute audio that also has a 14-page workbook and guidebook to help accompany you to understanding your unique eating style. If you would like more information on what these classes entail, you can go to our website at humandesignastro.com and either grab your copy right now before the sale ends. The sale will end on December 25th, just so you're aware that you only have a little bit of time left. So for my emotionals, ride that wave out for a little bit longer if you need to. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to email or DM Leah and I. You can find the link to our website in the show notes below. Have a wonderful rest of your day and enjoy this episode. Welcome everybody to the Human Design and Astro Club. And as I said earlier, before Leah joined us, if at any point in time you feel now or during the room that this room might resonate with somebody that you know, please feel free to invite them to the club. Um, I am still pinging people in. Um, I don't know if you are. Um, yeah, I just hit my max. <laughs> you always, you always hit. It. Oops, I just pinged in some of the same people that I did earlier. Whoops. Um, I need to stop saying um. You know, when you listen to yourself over on recordings, you're like, "Why did? It, why do I say so many ums?" <laughs> yeah. Random pauses. It's okay. I'm trying, trying to work on that for myself, the awareness of all of that. So. Yeah. I'm doing my best to talk to you as I'm pinging people in, but you know that's not my not my strong <laughs> suit. I have 
I'm left brain, left mind. I can really only do one thing at a time. But I do okay. have right environment, so I try to pull from that sometimes. Yeah. If I can. Oh, okay. so many. I'm sorry. What did you say? There's just so many different ways that you can kind of like tap into different areas of you, which is kind of helpful. Yeah. And that's my only right variable. And if I just, it's almost like if I tell my body to stay present to my environment, then I can tap into that place. Mm. But I, that's what I've been doing for a while now. And then I can pull from the right, which is the, re- the direction that we're heading in anyways, right? So I might as well try to capture that variable a little bit more. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. Yeah. So as people are trickling in, um, welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club. Tonight's room is going to be all about authorities and our um, inner guidance system and the way we make decisions. And there are seven authorities that could be a potential for anyone here in the audience. So please feel free to have your body graph pulled up, which you can find on mybodygraph.com. And it will tell you what your authority is and you'll be able to see what center is in your authority. So this is the time now to get your body graph ready and prepared, maybe a pen and a paper. This will be, this is being recorded right now. So we will have the replay tomorrow on our podcast, which is the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. We also have done, um, I believe it was last week, a room on uh, the aura types. So if you would like that link, or if you would like a link to our podcast, we also have our energy updates on there and a few other things, um, stuff on relationships. So if you're interested in our podcast, you can DM Leah the word podcast, and she will send you over that link. And speaking of podcasts, we actually just um, picked our first uh, member of the club to be on our podcast, which I'm super excited about. And I'm sure you are too, Leah. Are you there? Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, I'm <laughs> a different app. I'm like, oh no, I'm so excited. I'm. So- should we tell them who it is, or should we wait? Not that anybody, not that everybody might know who this person is, yeah. but I didn't Go know if I should mention. <clears throat> so we chose one of the members that um, we uh, we felt like how do we say really needed really needed the the space um to be seen we chose a projector this time her name is arlen she has been part of our club for a good while now and we actually almost chose somebody else that was a libra because we were potentially looking for maybe a libra since we are entering into libra season but it so happened to be that person did not um was not a member of the club and wasn't following us and those are the requirement to be interviewed is um, we're trying to build a community. So you might, you have to be part of the community and have to be following the club as well as Lee and I on here and um, on Instagram so that you can be a potential interviewee for our podcast. And if this is something you are interested in, um, we're going to be going through your type strategy, authority profile, different ways in which you show up in your life as your human design aura um, type and as as um, also astrological placements in your chart. It's almost like having like a mini reading, but looking through the lens of your life through human design and astrology. So if you're if that's something that you are interested in to be on for the, the following month, we're going to be doing this every month. So if you're interested in being on our podcast, you can in, um, 
DM Leah the word interview, and she will send you over the link to, um, to fill out the application and you will be considered for the next month. So I'm very excited about this. Um, a couple of, <laughs> yes, woo. So a couple other things to mention before we um, open this up. We do have, if you're like, um, what is human design? And I will speak about what human design is in just a moment. Um, but if you're like, what is human design? Um, I, I really want to understand my chart. I really want to understand myself. I really want to understand the language behind human, de human design because it is an actual language. Um, Leah and I have created a manual that's really here to help you understand how to read your chart, understand how to use integrations within your chart, within your design, understand the other more clearly because we go through the deep stuff of human design. So if that's something you're interested in, you can um, DM Leah the word manual and she'll send you over that link. And we do have another guide that if you're like, you know what, I want to kind of get my feet wet. I want to understand, especially after tonight, I want to understand how to use my strategy and authority a little bit more clearly, with a little bit more ease, a little bit more grace. Um, we do have a completely free guide to that for tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. You can DM Leah the word free and she'll send you over that link. Is there anything else that I missed, Leah, before we get started? Mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What wait. about the, the, the questionnaire that we want to ask everybody? Oh, yeah. Do you want to mention it? Um, sure. So we want to do a, um, a room just like these, but we want to do serial killers through the lens of human design and astrology. And this is going to be so, like, we're really excited about this topic because it's really interesting to look at people through a different lens and like seeing them through human design, like we know so much about ourselves, but um, to see like as someone who we've watched, I don't know, on Netflix or like on the news and to see like what makes them tick or what is this certain thing in this part of their chart or in their astrology chart. So if you want to help us pick a serial killer to talk about through the lens of human design and astrology, um, send me the word... Uh, I don't know. Killer. Is that? Yeah. yeah killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll send you just, it's just a two question form. It's just like, we have a, a few people that we picked out that we would like to look at. And if you, what, if you had a suggestion for somebody else um, that we don't have on our list, then that's on there too. So super quick thing, just so like, if, you, if this is interesting to you, like if you watch documentaries or um, you know, have any interest in this at all and uh, want to be a part of helping us pick, then just send me the word killer and I'll send you the form to fill out and you can help us pick it out. Yes, I'm really excited about this. Um, Leah and I Leah and I both have um, Gate 10 and also the full 4426 channel, which is all about uh, Gate 10. It's all about behavior, um, behaviors, why we do what we do. Um, and then 44 is about patterning. So we, we really kind of like diving deep. And that's why we do human design, because it's all about why, why are we here? Why are we doing this? Why do we, why do we live this way? Why, do you, why did you just do that? There's so many questions, and I think it's interesting to look at why people do what they do. And I, we also have um, Scorpio in our South Node, so it's, <laughs> if you have, an, or if you have a lot of Scorpio placements, you might enjoy a room like this yourself as well. So, 
those are the things that we have going on. We're also working on um, our subscription service and our mini classes. So that will be out um, in spurts uh, at first with the mini classes. And then we're going to make a subscription. Hopefully we'll be launching. Um, when was, when did we say uh, it's looking like closer to the holiday time is when our subscription service will be launching. So we will keep you informed and updated on all of that as well. And definitely follow us on Instagram because that's when we're talking about all this stuff. That's when we're doing integrations. That's when we're um, really also asking you guys questions, giving you resources. I have a lot of free resources on human design on my Instagram if you're interested. Um, A lot of this stuff that I'm going to talk about today is also on my Instagram. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, I talk about all the aura types. I talk about all the authorities, the profiles. All of those are all there as a free resource on my Instagram if you are interested. So let's just get right into it. First, um, oh, and let's introduce ourselves as well. So first, let's talk about what is human design. That's the first thing. Why? That's why we're here tonight. So let's talk about what is this system as well as a tool that is here to enhance our lives. That's the number one thing. This is a, um, each one of us has a roadmap to our own transformation. I remember my father told me when I was younger that there was no book on how to raise you or no guide or no manual on how to raise you. And actually my um, genetic blueprint, my, the, the moment that I took my first breath was, was, is my exact roadmap to my soul's purpose. That, that is what our human design chart um, shows us. Uh, this is really our soul's journey to really meet our purpose and allow us to liberate ourselves, remove this mental chatter, remove ourselves from making decisions from the mind, which is what we're really going to talk about tonight, and how to tap back into the body. Because our body actually knows a lot more than our mind does. And we're going to learn today which places in the body help make decisions for you. I've been in my um, human design experiment for about four years now before um, making this my business, making this basically my life. Um, I was a professional hairstylist and makeup artist for 14 years, and I made that decision to do that through my mind. Um, It was not, it was through um, an ego place and it was not through my actual body. When I was a little girl, I told my mom that I was going to help the children and in a way of helping people really unblock their child childhood traumas. I, I had an abusive father and I, I grew up in a lot of fear and a lot of, um, mental blocks that I knew when I was older, I was going to be able to use to help other people with. And I went the wrong way for a little while. Um, I had to, you know, sometimes I'm a one, three pure sacral generators um, as a one, three. Sometimes we have to veer off course to come back to the love of self, which I am a vessel of love, which is the energy of the week right now. If you have not listened to our energy update for the week, please get the link to that or go to our podcast. It is, this is a really powerful week, guys. This is a really powerful time to really tap into that heart space, to really tap into that love of the body, to really tap in to our, our soul's purpose right now. Um, So this has been the most liberating thing I could do. I've never lived more freely than I am right now. The system is really here to show you the individual and how to differentiate within each other. 
And I am living the life that I've always dreamed right now. I am I, I uprooted my entire family this last year to North Carolina from Florida. That was my um, not self environment, uh, the place that I experienced a lot of resistance in my life and moving to North Carolina at, uh, and really aligning to my authority and aligning to my truth has brought me so much joy. And that is and so much just love and love of self and love of why we're here. And that's the gift that I want to offer all of you guys. Um, so I, I already said that I'm a pure um, one, three sacral generator vessel of love. And I'm also a rising Capricorn a Sagittarius sun and an Aries moon. And I will pass it over to you. Thank you. Um, I am Leah and I read tarot and I also read human design and I'm working on um, pairing tarot and human design where all of the cards fit into the human design chart, all the gates and centers. And that's like, besides that and, and working on all of our subscription stuff and everything that's been like my little passion project behind the scenes. Um, so stay tuned for that, like with the subscription stuff in the fall. Uh, we're already in the fall later. Um, and what else? I have a background in wellness, which led me to a lot of self-development um, and healing, which led me to tarot and oracle, crystals, all things woo, and then uh, most recently human design, which is now what's really helped me find the most alignment in my life and feeling the most confident in what I do and how I show up. And, you know, I've been getting messages from friends who are like, wow, I really noticed that you're a lot happier. You're doing things that seem more in alignment. And I have to say that it's all by putting in the effort to decondition and to live in alignment with my human design. And um, I think that's why we're here to help you do the same thing, to help you find alignment, to help you not just feel like you have to do one thing one way to be successful. Like there's millions of different ways because we're all unique and individual. Um, so just by teaching you this information, it's helping you get to a place where you can find um, your true self. So um, I am a 2-4 splenic projector, and I'm an Aquarius sun, Taurus moon, and Libra rising. That's all. Passing it back to me. Passing it back to you. Okay. I just want to make sure. All right. So let's, let's, let's dive right in. Let's talk about um, what these authorities are. So like I said, this is a system that shows you to stop making decisions from your mind and how to come back into the body. Each one of us have certain places in our body to allow ourselves to make the most correct decisions for each of us as an individual. Your mind is connected to your conditioning and your conditioning is all of your openness. So if you're looking at your chart right now, you will notice that you have white within your chart, or there's a very rare, rare, rare case where you might have every center full. And if you do, then you can go ahead and DM me because that's super, super rare to have a completely filled in chart. Most likely you probably have at least one, two, maybe three more. It depends. It's, there's not an actual number where you, you have to have this many in your chart open and this many in your chart um, colored in. But most likely you do have places in your chart that are open, or at least you have hanging gates, um, anywhere that you have white in your chart. And that's where you're experiencing the outside of the other. That's where you're experiencing other people's energy and you're taking it on as your own. 
And that is not what we're here to do. We are here to align to our own unique frequency. All the places in which you are open in your chart, your mind will jump on those places and try to be them. But what those open centers are really here to show you is to see them and not be them and let them be the wisdom that you're here to teach the world. We actually sell ourselves through our open centers. Um, if you notice the way Lee and I speak a lot and we talk about emotions because we have an open undefined solar plexus or we talk about pressure and the root energy and anxiety, um, that's because we actually understand, especially after going through um, deconditioning processes of what that um, looks like when we're trying to pull from those places when we're trying to be them. The first step is awareness. That will always be the first step. And just honoring that you can see it. Maybe you don't understand how to um, work around it or how to release it. I do have a lot of um, things that I do with my clients on releasing their open centers and deconditioning and emptying them out so that they can align to their unique authority. Um, so let's talk about strategy and authority. Aside from knowing your energy type, which is all about exchanging energy in the world around you, the next most important concept is going to be your strategy and your authority. This is where your decision making comes into play. It is all about al allowing your mind to be the passenger and let your body, which holds your authority, to take the front seat. We are here to experience life as the joy that it is here to bring us. And instead, we so often come up to our mind and try to uh, do this, this gymnastics, this, this, these, these, uh, these tumbles and running on that hamster wheel. And it's really time that we allow ourselves to release these places. So let's get into the seven authorities and which aura types have them and what their function is. So the first one we're going to talk about is one of the most common because it is called sacral authority. And if you are a generator and have an open or undefined solar plexus and you have a defined sacral, meaning that little um, square at the bottom of your chart, if that is colored in, that means you are a generator and you are a sacral generator if you do not have your solar plexus colored in, which is going to be the right of the sacral. Um, so this is where we hold our life force energy. This is where movement, rhythm, sexuality, fertility, and creativity live. This area needs to be lit up to move forward. It's about that sacral yes or no response. Um, and that is the easiest way to start figuring out how your sacral works. Works A great st uh, first step to take is find another person, preferably a generator, so you can do that sacral yes and no back and forth and ask each other questions. Um, start with the simple questions that you have definitive yes or no's already um, clear within you where you can really feel into the body like, um, for example, asking each other about your favorite music, like, do you like um, Justin Timberlake? And there will be if you if you're if you're really tapped into the body, it's going to feel like this almost lit up experience. I have I have a um, defined sacral, and for me, it almost feels like because I am um, a deeply focused being, is that it feels like I'm leaning into the experience. I'm leaning into the question. I'm leaning into 
um, whatever it is that's being presented in front of me, if I feel really lit up by it, I know that my sacral, when it's a yes, it will actually lean in. And when it's a no for me, I will actually pull away. Like I can see my body actually pulling away and it's a no. For some people, it's going to be a little bit differently or look a little bit differently. And it's really important to honor those places. Um, and an example of where this happened for me, where it was, it was so clear as day was when last year we were looking at the house that we bought, um, or about six months ago, actually, we were looking at the, the house that we were looking to buy that I'm actually sitting in right now. And I remember when I was pulling into that neighborhood, I all of a sudden felt within my physical body, this like tingling response where I started, my body actually started to get excited. And that's what a generator is actually here to do. They're here to be lit up by life. We are very magnetic beings. It's an, and it's important that we allow ourselves to experience joy. And it's important that we allow ourselves to do the correct work that's going to feel like, like, like we're just having fun. We are literally here to just have fun. So it's either going to be a yes or a no for you. And it's really important that you honor when it's definitely a no. So here's a few things you, you can look out for. Um, like I said, asking your sacral clear cut yes or no questions will give you instant clarity in the moment because that's what the sacral is here to do. It's an instant clarity in the moment. You can ask if you, if you don't have a defined um, solar plexus, you can literally just ask yourself a question in the moment. And all you have to do is really tap in to that gut response and honor it, whatever it says, the sacral doesn't make any sense. I'm going to just first say that when I was first trying to figure out what does it mean to have a sacral yes or no response, I was like, I just don't, it's, it's hard to fully tap into because we've been conditioned to be, to make decisions from our mind. So also if you feel a lightness in your body, or like I said, a pull towards something that will signify a yes. And if you feel a stock resistance or a pushback towards something that will signify as a no, there's also the aha uh -huh and the ah uh ah -uh that might happen for you. It might come off as something completely different for yourself. It's really important to honor those sacral sounds. We've been conditioned by society to not allow ourselves to make these noises. And if you have um, an open or undefined throat, many times your sacral response will answer you in your mind. I have an open, I have a completely open throat and I often will, will someone will ask me a question and I will just hear it in my mind. I, I can, I can feel it coming from my body, but I won't actually say it out loud because sometimes when you have an opener, um, opener, undefined throat, um, you can be very quiet. So it's just important. And you might actually, um, be making, making, body um, movements. So sometimes I won't actually answer myself with my voice and I will actually shake my head yes or no. I remember one time I had a friend asking me a question and I felt like in my mind I had to say yes, but I caught myself in my, in my mirror look, looking at my head shaking no. And I was like, that's a definite no. Sometimes we don't even realize what our body's actually doing. And it's really important that we have the awareness around that. Um, so if you're having trouble understanding your sacral yes or no's, it's really important to create more space and to first start removing all the places in which are a definite no for you. So the other place that I want to talk about, the other authority um, that is 
really going to start coming into play because in 2027, we're going to have this solar plexus mutation. And if you are an emotional, if your authority is emotional authority, if your solar plexus is defined, so it's that little triangle. Um, let me see, who do we have? We have Kayla has a defined solar plexus. So if you look at Kayla's chart, if you don't mind me using your chart as an example, Kayla, um, if you look at Kayla's chart down here at, um, at the bottom, right below Chrissy, you can see on the right-hand side, she has a brown triangle that's colored in. And that's what makes you an emotional. If you have that on the right-hand side, that brown triangle that's facing towards the sacral, her undefined sacral, which is colored in white. If you see that brown triangle that makes you an emotional. And for any of the types, um, except for reflectors, if any of the other types, because the reflectors only have white in their chart, they don't have any defined centers. Um, so if you have, if your solar plexus is defined, um, you're either a generator, a projector, a manifesting generator, um, or a manifester. So it can be any of the other types. And that's why this place in your chart for everybody is so important. It's so important because it holds so much value within it. Because no matter what, no matter what type you are, if you have this center defined, you are automatically an emotional. So half of the population are emotionals, meaning um, they are guided by their emotional waves of the body. All emotions are energy, all emotions are, are energy in motion, and we've been conditioned by society, whether we have an open or defined solar plexus, to not honor the, these feelings, to try to keep them stuck within our body, to stop them from moving, and all they want to do is release. That's all they want to do. So I'm going to say something um, right now that's a little odd. Um, or might come across a little odd, but I'm a little bit of an odd person. So I'm going to say it and, and, and it makes so much sense. And I know um, what I'm talking about that because I'm ha I'm, I'm work I've been working with a lot of emotionals lately and throughout this last year for a while now. And um, for your center to be balanced within your body, for you to make correct decisions as an emotional, it's almost going to feel like boredom. That is what it's going to, uh, to, to feel, to almost feel like within your body because you guys operate on such um, significant highs or lows that it's really about surrendering to your wave. And when it has left its peak high and is no longer in a low, and when it feels almost at peace with the outcome, whether it works out or not, it does. It, it almost doesn't care. The emotional almost needs to come to a place of, I don't care whether this situation is going to work out or not. And that is usually when um, it's time to make a decision, is when you really feel centered. And like I said, oftentimes, because it's not at a peak high, and it's not at a, an extreme low, that you might feel almost a little bored. And, and that is when you might want to make the decision for yourself. And again, um, tapping into your body to really understand this. So many emotionals make decisions from highs. And I know so many emotionals, and I, I always wonder why they made these spontaneous, impulsive decisions. And that was because they were coming from a high. And it usually, um, or I found that it ends poorly because they don't have the clarity. They have not reached clarity. And that's what the emotional is really here to do is to reach clarity within the, in your wave. There's a chemistry within an emotional's body that it has to come to this balance.
And you won't always reach 100% clarity. Sometimes it's going to be 60%. Sometimes it could be 80%. And it's really just about surrendering to it. So here's a few things to know and to wrap up about what I just said. So do your best to make decisions when your wave has leveled off and you were somewhere in the middle. Sometimes you might have to say, I'll sleep on it and I'll, or I'll get back to you. Anything that's going to buy yourself time, okay? So know your mood, mood effects. Know um, everyone around you and the way in which they're, they're seeing the world, world and allowing yourself to see outside and maybe shine a light on where, um, where you're at in your emotional wave. Um, it's, a lot of times emotionals are so wrapped up in their own process that they, they forget the way they're influencing people on the outside. Um, so for the next one, I'm going to pass it over to you, Leah, if you want to talk about splenic authority. Um, and then if you want to pass it over back to me, I'll, we can talk about the ego authority. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. So the next one is splenic authority, and this is exclusive to projectors and manifestors. And the spleen is, um, the, left-hand triangle. Um, you'll, again, we'll show Chrissy and Kayla. Kayla has the left-hand one is brown and Chrissy is white. Um, she's actually both of them, but it's on the right-hand side. And the spleen is rooted in the fear. It's in fight or flight mode. And it's one of the oldest, most um, like existential awareness centers, meaning that it really only works in the moment in this now. And it speaks in like whispers or like uh, really subtle hints or feels. And it's so quiet that sometimes people have a really hard time with this authority because it can often, um, you, you really have to work and pay attention to those splenic hits and it'll take some extra practice for that to listen um to those uh to listen to those hints so the trick with the spleen is that it only speaks one time it speaks in the now so it's that's why we call it like a hit because it's not going to come back it's not going to repeat itself it's the one time only so um, for this authority it's important for you to write down some examples to to practice using your authority as a splenic authority is to write down the hits, write down whatever it is that comes to you. Um, put it in your notes, put it on your phone, sticky notes, wherever. Um, I have, I'm splenic authority. I have sticky notes everywhere. I have notes in my phone. Um, and I always, or I write them down like in a text message to myself or something so that I can remember whatever it is that hit was. And, um, come back to it again, because I know it's not going to come back to me. It's kind of like that. Ooh, okay. Wait a minute. It's gone. So, um, because this is based in that fear and survival mode, your spleen is always going to say no to something that is physically dangerous. So you will get that big hit awareness. If you are going to be doing something that is physically not correct for you. Um, but the others, it might take you a moment to kind of uh, figure out if that's a yes or a no. So I want to kind of give you an example because it is kind of a mysterious center. Um, an example for myself of ways that I've listened to my spleen and uh, they, they've been correct in making decisions. So most of them have to do with being invited to do something. Um, most recently, I was invited to go out to dinner and I just had this 
like instant feeling that I was like, no, I don't think I should do that. Like, I appreciate the invitation, but I think I'm going to pass. And I found out later that they had like everybody had gone out afterwards afterwards. And I probably wouldn't have felt comfortable with that. And, um, so I was kind of glad that I listened to my authority because um, I didn't end up going out and I would think it was like weeknight and, you know, with kids and everything, I just was like, I just needed to like listen to that. And I was happy with that decision. Um, I also find that I can make a decision um, if somebody asks me a yes or no, or if I'm like, should I reach out to this person to, um, you know, have a conversation? Like, um, I've said yes to go to something and then I'm, I really don't feel great about it. And I think maybe I should reach out to them and let them know, you know, that I can go or not. And then it gets canceled. I'm like, oh, okay, wait, that already like happened. Like coincidentally, it already worked itself out. But I feel like sometimes that is one of those things where I'm like, okay, yes, it's okay for me to, to make that decision. And I didn't listen to myself initially. Um, so it, even though it did work out, like I should listen to that little hit, even though it's a quiet, um, a really quiet whisper. Um, and I don't know if I have anything else specific about about that. I think that kind of explains it. But if anyone has any questions, obviously, we're here. So I think I'll pass it back to you, Crystal, unless you have anything else you want to add to that. Um, I can sh give an example of what a splenic hit looks like for me. I know it's not my yeah. authority, but um, I do understand the spleen. I, I'm deeply connected to the spleen. I have smell, co smell cognition. I'm a line one. Um, I have a defined spleen. So I'm a, I'm a deeply splenic being. Um, I'm just not supposed to be making decisions from there. I'm supposed to be making decisions from my sacral. Um, but to give you an example, about five years ago, maybe a little bit more now, I came to North Carolina on vacation with my family and I remember stepping into a coffee shop and all of a sudden getting this download. And that's what it's oftentimes going to feel like for um, a splenic hit. It's going to feel like an instant instantaneous response in, in some way that's going to come across a little bit weird. I've, I've found um, my spleen almost speaks in riddles. And I remember hearing something along the lines from my spleen that I was going to move to North Carolina and live in that area, which is actually where I ended up moving towards to, to is, is to North Carolina, the area that I'm in now. And it's interesting because I remember getting that hit and thinking there's no way that, that I'm going to be able to move here. And it wasn't until after um, we first started dealing with the pandemic that I got the sacral response that it was time. It's a lot of oftentimes you'll you'll get the splenic hit and especially if it's it's not your authority, you have to wait for your authority to almost be speaking in the same voice. And that was when I knew it was time to um, to move and to, to honor both places, my spleen and, and my sacral authority. So I just kind of wanted to give a, a little brief example of that. So let's talk about ego authority. And how this shows up. And then I'll pass it back to you, Leah, if you want to do self-projected and mental after that. And then I can uh, end it with the, the lunar authority. So ego authority, um, if your heart is defined through your G center or your throat, but your sacral, spleen, and solar plexus are open or undefined, then you are either a ego projector or ego manifester. 
And you are a person that is here to be, and I'm going to say this and take everything I say with a grain of salt, but you are here to be a little bit more selfish. You have a defined heart center. And this says, I know what I want. Or if I tap into my inner strength to my will, it will guide me through my voice to allow me to make correct decisions for myself. And it's really important to ask yourself, do I want to be committed to X, Y, or Z? It's important that you allow yourself equal amounts of work and rest. The heart center isn't meant to be overworked or overwork its will. So allow yourself its time and space and tap into your unique voice and speak out to the world what you actually want. Um, I, uh, my oldest son is, um, is actually an ego manifester and he does not stop talking like at all. Like ever since he, it's, he understood how to speak. He's pretty much not stopped ever since. And it's really important for him because he needs to hear what he wants to make decisions on um, uh, throughout his day to really understand what is correct for him. So I'll often hear him playing games and he's talking to himself and he's like, should I go here? And he also has a line one and then he'll answer himself and then he'll do it. And it's just really funny to watch um, and also really joyful to watch him um, honor his authority when he does this. But sometimes he forgets to use his voice. And I've, I have to remind him all the time how powerful this place is in, in himself and so that he understands what direction to go in life. So here's a few things to know about that. A mantra I want to give all of you if you have a, uh, if you're an ego manifester or projector is it's not about what makes me look powerful, but what makes me feel powerful and really honoring your, your wants real, like from this childlike place, because that is what the heart center is here to do. It's really here to honor, um, it's, it's desires from this childlike expression. It's okay to be selfish or, or more or more so love yourself first and also ask yourself what truly motivates me in life because this is also a motivation center and these might be a few ways in which you can tap into this authority with a little bit more ease so I will pass it back to you Leah awesome so the next one is self-projected authority and this is just for the projectors Um, and this is when the G center which is the yellow diamond in the middle is connected to the throat, which is the brown square above it. And um, so the G center is about your fixed identity. So you know who you are and the throat center being defined um, means you have a fixed way of speaking. So for these connected, it means that you are really here to um listen to your voice frequency. It's about getting the words out and listening to your actual, the frequency, the tone of your voice and um, getting out of your head and really using your voice more to hear what you have to say, to hear yourself speak it out loud. And if you feel like it's getting stuck, like your chest is tight or like you can't really get it out, it's probably not correct. And The most important about this authority is having a trusted sounding board of people or a person to speak with and also 
um, a way for you to hear yourself. So if you have a therapist, a coach, a friend, or even if you're just like journaling this out, um, probably one of the best ways for you to hear your own self is like in a voice recording, like a voice memo, where you can hear the tone of your voice. And if you um, can under you can hear that as it's coming out, the frequency will change if, as you're trying to make that decision, as you're talking through this decision. And um, so as you speak it out, you'll hear that change. And this is really about trusting yourself, trusting your voice, and um, having a trusted group of people around you. If you don't have the trusting, the trusted group, then it's important for you to get out into nature, to get out where you can be in your own aura, because you do have a lot of openness, um, that you're going to be really conditioned, you're going to be really influenced by your environment. So it's important for you to be able to use your voice in the correct place so that your the frequency of your voice can make that decision. Um, an example of this would be I have a friend who was trying to make a really tough decision and they they went to us, they went to their significant other, they went to their parents, they went to their siblings, and they spoke to each one of their very trusted people in their life. And even though they knew that this was a decision they were going to make, and we knew that they were going to make this decision, decision as well. It was important for them to use the people around them as a sounding board and to understand that they they were confident enough to make this choice, but they needed to they needed to use their people to talk it out. Um, and once they got to the point where they were like, okay, I feel like everyone is really holding space for me. They're really, um, they do hear me and they're supporting me and they're not trying to give me any feedback that uh, you know, they were able to make that decision after getting all of the words out um, because it was helpful for them to to hear it. You know, they needed to, and it's it's a consistent thing for them is to be able to hear, you know, is this going to make me happy? Is this choice going to make me happy? Is it going to fulfill me? Um, am I headed in the right, right direction? And all of those things will kind of help guide you in the correct way as long as you have... Um, you know, the correct sounding board so that you can hear yourself. So um, I think that's all I had to say about self-projected. And I'm going mental next. Is that right? I am going mental, but <laughs> mental authority. <laughs> that was a funny joke. Okay, so then the next one is mental authority. And this is also just for projectors. So this is when your throat and your head center wait, no, your throat and your ajna are connected and there is no definition below the throat center. So you have a very, very open chart as well. Um, all of those centers are taking in a lot of energy from the outside world. The ajna is actually where you start to kind of sample the energies coming in and you're sorting them out and processing all that information. The mental authority is actually an outer authority because you absorb so much from the open centers that you're really sensitive to the outside world and you're really sensitive to other people's energy and you can be really highly conditioned in all of those open centers and undefined centers. So 
Um, an example, a quote that Ross says, actually the founder of human design, he says, there's the dilemma for mental projector, mental projectors, because for them, authority is really a questionable thing and not something that is simple. So it's kind of difficult because you do have a lot of conditioning. So this conditioning part can be really, like we have said, it can be painful, it can be hard, but you have this really amazing ability to feel and be a mirror to the world around you. And when you are, as a projector, invited and recognized in to show people what you have to offer, um, you have this huge amount of wisdom that you can use to help guide others, to help uh, guide yourself. So this is kind of the same for the self-projected, where it is important for you to be in the environment that feels safe and to be around people who also feel safe and as a sounding board. And they're not necessarily going to be the people that are going to give you feedback. They're not going to try and give you anything. And you can be upfront with people and say, um, you know, listen, I, I'm reaching out to you because I need to make this decision. I don't need any feedback necessarily, but it is important. I do trust you and it's important for me to speak this out loud because I need to um, and I, I need to hear my I need to hear my and speak my truth. So you don't necessarily need their opinions in return, um, even though some people may do that. But it is good for you to set that boundary and say, you know, I'm just I'm reaching out to you because um, it's important for me to have trust in, in the people and the environment that are around me so that I can make decisions correctly. Um, so I think that's all I have for those. And I'll pass it back to you, Chris. Awesome. All right. So we have one left. And this is a rare one because it is connected to reflectors. So if you are lunar authority or no authority in your chart, you'll... Um, if that's what it says your authority is, this means that you have no defined centers, no, de um, no defined channels in your chart. And this makes you a reflector and you are here to wait one lunar cycle to make decisions. So this is a, a, around 28 days that you're going to make to make really big decisions. Now I'll, we'll get into this a little bit more about how this works. So a reliable and repeated pattern is usually created through the moon's transits in all of the 64 gates in the 28 day cycle. It's going to go through, and I know that might sound a little complicated. So what happens is, um, and you'll, and you'll, you'll notice this also through our, our energy updates. We talk, we're talking about all the gates in which, um, are being transited that are being emitted out to all of us that we're all connecting through the mind to and reflectors they have all of these hanging gates. And when the um, 64 gates goes through the transits are operating through the moon cycle through that 28 days, they are going to be almost another type each day. And it's important for a reflector to slow down and not let the world rush them. Um, to be in your correct environment with the correct people that support you and having a good support system is going to be imperative for you to make your decisions. And really looking at the transits, I cannot stress this enough for my reflector friends, um, really looking at the transits on a day-to-day -day basis so you can see your clear patterning. And that, for example, when the moon will transit, let's say gate 48 or something, you're going to feel a certain way. And um, it can also show you um, the way in which that patterning is happening for you 
every month so that you can honor it. And so that you can use it as a key so that you can watch yourself. You know what? On this day, when the moon transits this gate or is in this sign, I feel this way about myself. Or I see that right now we have um, the 2034 channel that's going to be transiting us for a while. So for, for right now, if you are a reflector and we have the 2034 channel transiting us, you're actually going to be operating as a manifesting generator for a while. And it's really important that you see the way in which you're showing up. And so here's a few good things to look out for. Again, get familiar with the cycle that you're in, your design within the, the transit of the 64 gates that are going around um, the mandala in the 28-day cycle. Um, give things time for big decisions in life. Don't allow the hustle of life to cloud your judgment. And get to know your physical self in your environment and understanding that your body is always guiding you to the correct environments to help you meet the right people that are going to act as trusted confidants to help you make the right decisions. So that is all of the authorities. Um, I hope that everybody got a little something out of this and a little bit of goodies, whether this was your authority or not, the ones that you were listening to. Uh, we will have the replay tomorrow if you would like more of this information. I do also have a lot of this information up on my Instagram if you would like to see it in visual form. I know some people are visual learners. So if you would like to see that, I do have that over there on my Instagram. And um, is there anything else we should add, Leah, before we close out? No, I don't think so. If you do, actually, yeah, if you do happen to listen either like from here, obviously, or on the replay on the podcast, then um, feel free to, we would love it if you would give us some feedback, um, either review on Apple Podcasts or send do a screenshot, tag us on Instagram, and we'll sh we love to share. We'd love to hear yes. what you have to say. We're really trying to build a community here of people that want to be unique and differentiate and let all of us weirdos uh, collaborate <laughs> together and just feel, you know, feel the unity and feel, feel the love that we're, we all deserve. So we would love to hear from you. We would love to, we, we recently just started this podcast, so we would love some reviews so that we can help reach more people and build our community more. So if you're interested, please feel free to write us a review. Please feel free to DM us. Please feel free to tag us on Instagram. We really have been loving all of the feedback we've been getting lately, and we will be back um, next Monday for our energy update. So mm -hmm. very much looking forward to that, and we will see you all next week. Thanks for coming, everyone. Bye. Have Bye. a good night or day, wherever you are. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to this episode crystal and i are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights if you have found any of this episode valuable to you we ask that you share with a friend tag us with a highlight on instagram and write us a review so we can reach more people human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation you are a unique and beautiful being and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright See you in the next episode, friends.